We can rise to the occasion. We can build this nation moving forward. All that we need, visionary leadership, people who love their people, people who love the citizens, people who love the country, and then we can rise. We can fly again. Hope Restoration Ministries, restoring hope to our world. Welcome to our broadcast. Enjoy. This morning, I want to talk to you under this topic, see the invisible, do the impossible. Did you hear what I said, Bazalwani? See the invisible, do the what, Bazalwani? The impossible. Now, let me begin my sermon by saying, Christianity is not religion. Or a group of people who just do spiritual rituals. But Christianity is a manifestation of the supernatural. Because, you know, people, they look at us, they think we are just like them. And sometimes, we don't understand. Do you know what you are singing about? Do you know what you are saying? Because Christianity, it is not just, you know, us doing these rituals. But it's the manifestation of the supernatural. We are the custodian of the mysteries of God. When people want to know about the heavens, they must come to us. We are able to interpret the spiritual things right here on earth. See, let him in. We are the custodian, you know, of the mysteries of God. If you don't believe that, you can read Colossians chapter 1. This is what Paul says. He says, I became a minister according to a stewardship. You know, according to the stewardship from God which was given to me for you. To fulfill the word of God. The mystery which has been hidden from ages and from generations. But now, has been revealed to who, Basalwane? To the saints. There are things were hidden for many generations. Utu Paul, now I have a privilege. Now these things have been revealed not only to me, but these things have been revealed to the saints. The question is why God is revealing these things to us. See the invisible, do the impossible. Listen to me. Let me bring it home this morning. On our phones and our computers, our gadgets that we own, even this morning, we have what we call the passcodes. And these passcodes gain us access to the world of information. Am I right, Barcelona? The world of information that sits on our fingertips. You are able with just a passcode to access that gadget, which has a passcode, and you'll be exposed to the information, you know, in the world, because you have a passcode. So much is available to us when the passcode is put in. If you don't know the passcode, you will never access what is available to you. Did you hear what I said, Barcelona? 
You might own the computer. You might own the gadget. But if you don't have a passcode, it doesn't matter what information that is there, but you will never be able to access that information. It's not that someone that's going to make you to jump, jump, jump. Mulilo fire, mulilo fire. We want to deal with serious stuff here. If you don't know the passcode, you will never accept what is available to you. In the supernatural, there is much to be accessed regarding my life, your life, and God's plan about your lives. But we need an, a, a, a passcode to access that. Listen what God says about the spirit realm. This is what God says. He says, no eye has seen, no ear has heard, and no mind has imagined what God has done. What, Basalwane? Please read with me what God has done. What? For who? Who are those people? Us. He says, there are things that I have prepared. And these are the things that eye has not seen. Ear has not heard. He says, I have prepared, not I'm going to prepare for them. He says, I have prepared these things. Says the corner, go to You know why? It is because people, they don't have a passcode. It is because people have not accessed these things that God has prepared for us. He says, those that he loved. In sickness, yet there are things that I have prepared. Eye has not seen, ear has not heard. God, where you are living in defeat, yet God says there are things that I have prepared. What might be the problem? Maybe the problem might be we have failed to access what God has prepared for us. You can live in poverty. In my fridge this morning, there's a lot of food. And the house, it is locked while I'm here. And these children can starve if they don't have a key to go and open in that house. Hallelujah. The problem is not about the food. The food is there. The question is, is we move around poverty do you have a passcode to access what God has prepared for you many of us are living in defeat in the physical world because we have failed to access God's riches or what has already prepared, or what he has already prepared for us, both in the spiritual and in the physical realm. Now, there's a man by the name of Oral Roberts. Those of you, you know, who have been saved for many years, they know this guy. He was a televangelist. You know, he was evangelist of the gospel. But Oral Roberts, 
and he was not just evangelist, the first evangelist in America to build a university. Now look at this university that he has built. Beautiful university that is sitting, I think, in 20 hectares piece of a land. Evangelist building a university. You understand? And uh, they ask him a question. They ask him a question one day, but he, tell us what is the secret of your success? What is the secret of your success? When Zenjani as a mere evangelist and then to be able to build something, evangelists are the evangelists that we know they just preach Christ. What type of evangelist are you to do so much things? Listen to his answer. He says, only those who can see the invisible can achieve the impossible. That topic comes from him. He says only those who can see the invisible can achieve the impossible. Allow me to add on that one and say only those who can see the invisible and access the invisible. Because it is not enough that you see the invisible. You must be able to access and then when you are able to see what others can't see, let me tell you, you will do the impossible or you'll achieve what others can't achieve. The question is, what do you see? Can you see the invisible? Can you see what has not been created? So he begins to build that university. He is no more today. But in his heart, he saw something that will continue to evangelize the lives of people even when he was no more. He says, this is what I saw. I saw myself continue to evangelize. No more feel. And that is why he has built the university. And that university continues to impact the lives of people. Now, let us bring it back home. Africa. Because many things are being said about Americans. But what about Africa? You know, there's a man by the name of Bishop David Aedebo. I love him. He always in, in, in white and red tie. This guy... He is the founder of Winner's Chapel. He has also built a university in Nigeria. I don't know if you've got that picture of a university. Do you have a picture of a university? Look at that. That is the part of his university. He has built that. And not only that, currently, you know, they are building a 100,000-seater church. They call that church the Ark. Hundred-seater. Now they ask him a question. But the bishop, tell us, what is the secret of your success? Listen what he says. He says, all empires on earth are built on divine ideas. So covenant practitioners never run out of divine ideas. Oish. Hey, Bazalwan. But there is power here. Do you hear what I said? Sometimes we are thinking, sometimes, I don't know, you know when you go to university, when they, 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 they are lecturing, it is quiet. Because they are dealing about serious stuff. It's only in the church where, while you are lecturing, People they go <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> 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 
That's all. And the problem is dangerous. When you don't jump and say, tell the person next to you, oh, this is what the Lord says. If you don't do that, it's like the sermon is boring. But yes, the lecturer, they are quiet, but he's, he's downloading serious stuff. At the end of the day, those guys, they become doctors, they become lawyers. And when you come into the house of the Lord, when you want to download, all empires on earth are built on divine ideas. It is not just natural ideas. He says these are divine ideas. And he goes on. So He says, so covenant practitioners, people who are connected to God, people who, who have a relationship with God, he says they will never run out of divine ideas. So all that he's saying, he says, all that you see me building, it is not from me. It is because I've got an access, you know, to God. I've got an access to the divine things and I'm able, you know, to, to, to access what God has prepared for us. So all that you see me building today, it has always been there. But nobody accessed that. But I was able to access that. I saw the invisible. And now it becomes the impossible to those who did not see it. The impossible, it is impossible to those who did not see it. But to me, it was not impossible because already I saw it. I captured the picture in the, in the spirit realm. I had the picture, I saw it, and I captured that picture. And all that I'm doing now, I'm bringing this to practicality on the physical. The bishop, he goes on. Listen to what he says. He says, we live in a thinker's world. He says, thinkers rule the world. If you are not a thinker, you'll end up as a slave. Ha. Huh. Ha. Huh. Look at the person next to you and say, huh? If you are not a thinker, says the bishop, he says that the world is ruled by the thinkers. You're Mark Zigerberg. He's a thinker. While you are asleep with Amakwinya, he's thinking. He has a room where he goes in. And you know what he's doing, Basalwane? He is a, it is a thinking room. I just built that thinking room in my house. Room. I am connecting to God because only the thinkers rule the world. And if you are not a thinker, you'll be a slave. The question is, are you a slave? Or are you a thinker? Or, or dabba dabba? I don't know what's the opposite of a thinker. Are you a, are you a thinker or a dabba dabba? Ask the person next to you and say, are you a thinker or a dabba dabba? What are they saying? <laughs> Do you want to rule the world? Do you want to rule the world? You want to be respected? You want to go high. Be a thinker. Be a thinker. Look at Africa. We have been slaves because we don't want to think. We have been slaves because we want to think. 
come 2024. They're going to vote for the very same people. Same people. And we become slaves because we madabadaba. Look at the person and say, Echu. I still don't understand this thing. We vote people, we are not happy about them. And you know what we do? We are not, we're not happy. We go, we bend the infrastructure. You know, we bend the tires and all that and that. And then we go back again. We vote them. They don't deliver. And you know what we do? We go bend the... <laughs> I said, Maru, utaki, utaki, utaki. May the good God bless you. We also pray for the minister of electricity. May the God, God bless him. May he give him divine. I'm telling you, he's going to do great. Is this a good stuff? So, Pastor Matebula, what are you saying? What is seeing the invisible and doing the impossible? I'm glad you are asking that question. Now, Bamba, seeing the invisible and doing the impossible is tuning your spirit, man, into the heavenly frequency and aligning your mind and body to the spirit to achieve what the spirit possess. Don't lose me here. Let me explain it again. Seeing the invisible and doing the impossible is tuning your spirit man into the heavenly frequency. There's a heavenly frequency. radio station, but We call that thing a frequency. So you keep on scrolling until you find a frequency. So seeing the invisible, it's a, it's a frequency. So you need to tune your spirit, man, into the heavenly frequency. And Bamba, aligning your mind and your body to the spirit to achieve what the spirit possesses. Let me help you in a simple way. You need to remember that a man is a triune or trapatite being. A triune or trapatite being. What does that mean? A man is a spirit being. Are you with me? You are a spirit being, okay? And uh, you possess the soul where the mind is. And you live in the body. When we say you are a tripartite being, you are a spirit, soul, and body. Are you with me? Now, the body, it is connected to the things of the flesh. It is the one that you have used it to come here in the house. Are you with me? Now, your mind or your soul is the one that is capturing everything that I am saying. But your spirit, it is the one that accesses God. That is you. Now, somebody is putting it in a beautiful way. I see two dogs. I see two dogs. The other one, it is black. The other one is white. And these dogs are fighting. Okay? Don't lose me, young people. He says, these dogs are fighting. The more they feed the black dog, the black dog is winning the battle because they are feeding the black dog. 
And he says, when they stop feeding the black dog, they begin to feed the white dog. The white dog begins to win the battle. So, it depends what you feed. Most of us, we have failed in life because we have been feeding the flesh. We have neglected the spirit. You wake up in the morning, what you do? You feed the flesh. You feed your mind with, with Twitter, with Facebook, you know, with television. You neglect, you neglect your spirit man. And no wonder why you are so dry. Because you don't take care of your spirit man. When people begin to access things, you are not able to access things. Look at the way you eat. How I wish you can feed your spirit man the way you eat. Look at your, your, your appetite. In a three course. Your appetite is starter. Main meal. And then that is it. Three times a day. That's what you do for your physical being. And how's your spirit being this morning? You know, if we can take your spirit being this morning, see Begela. See Begela. And it will be a shame because we are starving our spirit being. And no wonder why you can see the invisible because you will never access the invisible with the physical things. The invisible you only access them with the spirit being. So seeing the invisible and doing the impossible, you know, it's operating on earth with the heavenly revelation. It's also capturing images in the spirit realm and give birth in the physical realm. Yo, did you hear what I said, Basil One? Seeing the invisible and doing the impossible is capturing or conceiving images in the spirit realm and giving birth in the physical realm. Isn't it since Agala Lana? You are just giving birth what you have captured. Those of you who have been with us for years while we're in the tent, you remember, you know, I would capture things. In the spirit, while we were in the tent, I will stand and say, Papa, you remember, I'll say, I see a building. In this building behind me, there will be a big screen. And on, on the right, there will be a screen. On the left, there will be a screen. At the back, there will be a balcony. I see seats that are folding. You know, while we were in the tent, you know what happened, Basano? I captured in the spirit. And I gave birth in the physical. Lalela. Lalela. You are a spirit being. You possess a soul. And you live in the body. And you are also engaged in a spiritual warfare. Some of you, it's a physical thing. Axiona into a physical thing. 
Remember, it is not only the children of God who are only able to access the spirit world. We've got Sangomas. That is why people are going to the Sangomas so that they can consult to access things in the spirit. In the spirit realm. And then when you are confused in the physical. The doctors can't see what is troubling you. The nurses, the professional doctors can't see. Because this disease it is not the physical disease. It is the spiritual one. We need somebody. Somebody has to step into the spirit realm. Step into the spirit realm. I, why sing up, sing up, it is a spiritual problem. We need to access and see what is the problem. And we come and manifest here. Bamba. Bamba. The biggest mistake Goliath, when he was facing David, the biggest mistake he did he made on that day it was to insult David with his God he should have kept the battle on the physical and Goliath would have won the battle as a matter of fact all these days he had an advantage because he did not tamper with the spiritual realm the biggest mistake is when he started insulting David with his God. You know what he did? He took the battle to the spirit realm. Oh David, what we are born again. Uti, now you have taken the battle to another level. Listen to what David says. He says, I come to you in the name of Jehovah, the name of God of Israel that you have insulted. Now David is also moving the battle from the physical. He is taking it to the spiritual. Listen, he was young and, and small, but it does not matter now, even if you are young and naive, but if you have stepped into the spiritual world, you are no longer on your own now. It's no longer up to you, David. A 15-year-old young boy. He's stepping into the spirit place. And then Uting is a guwe. We're not Goliath. And then he takes the sling. He takes the sling. A, a, a 15 year old boy. Listen to me. You need to understand that was not a physical battle. He releases the stone. The stone, I totally believe, was accompanied or pushed by the power of the Holy Spirit that came into the head. Goliath, to see that this was a spiritual thing, he did not fall backward. Read your Bible. He did not fall backward, but he fell forward. How can the stone hit you here, but you don't fall like that, but you fall like this? 
Because God wanted us so that when we read today, so that we can understand it was not science, it was not magic, but it was God through his power because someone stepped into their spirit realm. Oh, Jesus. I pray that you get what I'm delivering. It has been tough to deliver this. Uh, I prayed, I said, Lord, help me to simplify this. Silness too much. Silness and three points, and four points. Here is another problem where God is revealing himself. There is something more. In the book of Elijah, I think Percy touched on it. In the book of Kings, we see Elisha. We see Elisha, there's a young boy when he wakes up in the morning and then he was afraid because they were surrounded by armies. Remember? They were surrounded. That is 2 Kings chapter 6. And now Elisha, he prays this prayer, but before he could pray, listen what he says. He says to the young man, don't be afraid. The prophet answers. He says, those who are with us are more than those who are with them. The boy is still seeing the physical. And Elisha, Lalel, and Elisha prayed. He said, Lord, open his eyes so that he may see. Then the Lord opened the eyes of the seven, the eyes. Which eyes are we talking about here? Most of us, we are only limited. We can only see with our physical eyes. Allow him to access the invisible. Allow him to access the invisible. Let him see what is happening. My God, they were surrounded by chariots. If we can know what is surrounding us, if God can open our eyes so that we can see the invisible, we're going to do the impossible. Come on, give God praise. Now please, give me your 10 minutes. Let me unpack this for you. I want you to turn with me in the book of Daniel chapter 2. I want to show you something. We are putting a foundation into this. Now, in the book of Daniel, the Bible tells us about the king Nebuchadnezzar, that this king had a dream, okay? And his spirit was so troubled that his sleep left him. That's what the Bible says in verse 1 and verse 2. Then the king gave the command to call the magicians, the astrologers, and the sorcerers. radio station. Sorcerers, they would come and tell you about your future. But King Nebuchadnezzar, he was wise. He had a dream, and then this dream troubled him. He called them. He said, I'm eating an bonizin. I'm eating an prophet. Sometimes we need to give it to Uti, I had a dream. But I'm not going to tell you my dream. You must tell me what my dream is. And you must interpret the dream. He said that to the magicians, astrologers, 
and the sorcerers. He said, tell me my dream. And if you don't tell me my dream and interpret it, all of you, you die. Kulumilingos. And let me tell you, they could not, they begged him three times. Ngos, ngos, please tell us the dream. We'll interpret. Ngos. They begged him three times. What? What? Babulalin. Kill them. Now, the message arrived to Daniel. Old people are dying. And now we had good, now we interpret our people, now we're sinking in. Udu Daniel, give me a few days. Give me a few days. He calls his buddies. Read that scripture. He calls his buddies. Shadrach, Meshach, Abednego. He said, hey, Sinenking, Abafanabagate. Isn't those better in the physical world? But the, the answer is not going to come into the physical world. He says, the answer will come into the spiritual world. He says, I want you to join with me in prayer. We're going to go into the presence of the Lord because there's a problem in the land of the living and nobody can solve the problem. And the only one who can solve the problem, Israel. He says, let us go now and step into the presence of God. These young stars, hey, young people, 17 years, 17 years, 18 years old, they step into the presence of God. God, they are stepping into the presence of God. They are seeking the knowledge of God. Guess what? Uchehova, what download is into. He revealed the dream to Daniel and he also gave him the interpretation of the dream. And he goes to the king he goes to the king. He gives him all the answers. The king says, Ngempela, your, your God must be worshipped because he's a true God. Now, now, we pick up the story in verse 19. In verse 19 where Daniel, he is praising God for what he has done. Listen to what he says. He says, that night, the answer to the mystery <laughs> was given to Daniel in a vision. Daniel blessed the God of heaven, saying, Blessed be the name of God forever and ever. Bamba, bamba. He says, He knows all. He does all. He changes the seasons. He guides history. He raises up kings and also brings them down. He provides both intelligence and discernment. He opens up the depths. Tells secrets, sees in the dark. Ah. Do you need some secrets to be revealed? Do you need some answers, my girl? Forget a little bit about the pastor. Just get into your, the presence of God. Things are not going right in my family. My children are going astray. Baba, I need you. I need you, Father. I need you, Father. And the Bible says he knows it all. Can I give this to somebody? He changes the seasons. If you can step into the invisible, 
He is able to change even the seasons. When they say the seasons are over, yeah, he has done that now with Sarah, right? He has done that now with Abraham. We are going to seasons. I know what I'm talking about. Age 22, age 22, I was still in metric, struggling, struggling with maths and science, 22 years old. Delayed in life because I messed up my life. You know what God did? He had to fast track my life. The people who were ahead of me who were ahead of me through their own abilities and their own energy. I was here and they were there. Remember, I was here 22 years old and those who were 22 years, some of them they were in university and some of them they were working. Some of them they were buying cars. The, the difference is that I managed to access the things as I said, I managed to access it as I said, and you know what God did, Bazalwane? He started putting me on the fast track. Some of them they were here and I did not just recover, but I have overtaken them. Look what the Lord has done. Look what the Lord has done. Access. 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 Do you want intelligence? Do you want discernment? Do you want open up the depths? The secrets. Let me give you three points quickly. Three points and we'll be out of your way. Now listen to me. Number one, how do you see the invisible and how do you achieve this? Number one, don't just settle for what you see in the natural. Did you hear what I said, Mazalwan? Don't just settle for what you see in the natural. What is in the natural is not the best of God. Some of you, the natural things, they don't make sense. And we are settling and you think this is the best of God. Don't. Listen, listen, listen what Paul says to the, to the church of Corinth. He says, for our present troubles are small and won't last very long because he's seeing the, the invisible. He says, so we, we don't look at the trouble we can see now. Rather, we fix our gaze on things that cannot be seen. Don't settle, you know, on what you see in the physical. Settle on what you see in the spirit. The physical may not make sense now. Don't focus on that. Isn't that Don't focus on that. Focus on what you have captured in the spirit. What do you see in the spirit? If you can see it in the spirit, it doesn't matter what is happening in the physical because you can overlook what is in the physical, because you see what is in the spirit. So don't just settle for what you see in the physical. Number two, discover what God has in store for you. No eye has seen, no ear has heard, and no mind has imagined what God has prepared for those who love him. Take time and ask God, God, what is it that you have prepared for me? Don't settle for less. Discover. It is your, your role and your responsibility. Number three. 
the corner. Align your mind and body to your spirit. Number four, live according to the spirit, not according to the flesh. Listen to that verse. Those who live according to the flesh have their minds set on what the flesh desires. But those who live according with the spirit have their minds set on what the spirit desires. What do you want? Do you want what the flesh gives or you want what the spirit gives? And see the invisible do the impossible. Let me close with this statement. I want you to look at your life as you stand on your feet, please. Thank you, Jesus. I don't know if you managed to do that train. Your life is like a train. Your life is like a train. Can you see that train? Oh, I wish you can put it on the bigger screen if you're able. Look at the head. The head that is going, that is leading. Is the spirit. Can you see that? The spirit must lead the soul. And the body, it doesn't matter even if the body wants to go in that direction. If the spirit is leading the body, the body will follow. And you're going to achieve great things in life. But here is my problem. Most of you, your life it is led by your body. And your mind and your soul, they are fed by your body. Look at the thing you access every morning in your phone, in your Twitter. These are the things that are feeding your mind and your body. At the end of the day, your spirit man is suffering. Far away from God. Cannot access the things of God. No must figure that Sunday when we worship, Uti worship, Beipora, Ae, Uwe, Ongena access. But if you have fed your spirit, you don't need a worship team. You don't need a worship song. Because already you are connected. First song, first song, song. How's your spirit being this morning? What have you done to your spirit man? Who is ruling your spirit man? Who is in control of your mind? Who is in control of your spirit? The land was this is a battle. This is a spiritual warfare. That is why you have Sangomas all over the world. Because they want to access the spirit world. Unfortunately, they've allowed Abanya the devil to take over their spirit in a form of a culture. And the devil has come in, has possessed their soul. Only two beings that can possess your spirit. God or the devil? The battle is for your spirit. The battle is for your spirit. And two folks are fighting for your spirit. The devil and God. 
umbuzo namhlanje ukuthi who has possessed your spirit look at the things of purpose abanye liphupha nikijimisa amabhubesi yonke yo you know because your mind and your spirit you know the devil is tempered with your spirit because you feed uh, the flesh too much your spirit cannot because it's so dry it's so dry I don't know how many of you are saying I want to see the invisible and I want to do the impossible in my business I want to see the invisible I want to do the impossible. In my family, I want to see the invisible. And I want to do the impossible. In my marriage, I want to see the invisible so that I can do the impossible. I want to see the invisible and give birth to the impossible. Father, we thank you. Thank you, O oh God, for your word. Lima shaka talabasaka. Riba sandali alabaka sentinel. Please, please pray this prayer after me. Pray this prayer after me. Say, Lord Jesus, I thank you today. Lord Jesus, come to my heart. Be a Lord and the Savior of my life. Devil, from today, you will never, ever rule my life. My life belongs to Jesus. Jesus alone. In Jesus' name. Come on, do you believe God? Come on, give God praise. Give God praise.